Hello, this is FTW with Ahmad Khan, part of the Dot Esports Podcast Network. I'm Ahmad Khan of Tom's Guide. Bloomberg reported last week that OnlyFans, the creator-driven subscription-only site, would be banning sexually explicit content come October. While the site now does host more mainstream celebrities like Disney Channel star Bella Thorne and rapper Cardi B, a large portion of the site's creators continue to make sexually explicit content. In a tweet, OnlyFans stated, quote, Dear sex workers, the OnlyFans community would not be what it is today without you. The policy change was necessary to secure banking and payment services to support you. We are working around the clock to come up with solutions. There are a subset of Twitch streamers that create content on OnlyFans. This includes Amaranth, currently the number one OnlyFans creator in the world, IndieFox, and Alinity. Joining us today is Tia Mann, who goes by role players on Twitch and the Spider Queen on OnlyFans. Mann started off as a tweet streamer, focusing on Heroes of the Storm and Dungeons & Dragons, and transitioned into OnlyFans at the start of the pandemic. Tia's peak was at the top 1.8% of OnlyFans. Tia, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. So, Tia, based on what you understand now, do you think this policy change by OnlyFans will affect you or any of the prominent Twitch-slash-OnlyFans streamers I mentioned in my intro? Um, the some of the... OnlyFans content creators from Twitch that you mentioned, I don't know how much sexually explicit work that they do. I haven't had a chance to view their work firsthand. Mm -hmm. I know that a lot of them are just into nudity and nude posing. So for them, it might not be so different. But for content creators like me, who are in the sexually explicit part of the site, it's absolutely going to destroy us. It is going to probably get rid of, I'd say, at least 50% of our sub and income revenue. I mean, uh, that I, I had that question kind of saved for later, but I think it's good to bring it up now. When it comes to delineating between, you know, what is and what isn't allowed, uh, do you guys have clear communication from OnlyFans at the moment? We don't really have clear communication from OnlyFans on anything. The information that we get from customer service will vary rep to rep. Um, I've seen a lot of things floating around on Twitter where they tried to assure us that what they said was coming here, which I'm going to kind of refer to as the apocalypse for lack of a better term, wasn't going to be happening. And quite literally a few days later, we got an official statement from OnlyFans saying, yeah, actually, that's exactly what we're going to be doing. <laughs> you know, in a report by Mashable, it was able to confirm that OnlyFans would allow toplessness um, on the site moving forward. But it does seem that there is a difference between nude posing and porn. Um, have you heard of any differences in policy coming from OnlyFans regarding this? We were told that there was going to be an update in policy, but it kind of just reaffirmed everything that was already there. And I assume that is, you know, later on today, even that we're going to get more information regarding that. I know that the direction that I think they want us to go in is um, nudity for posing like for artwork, if you want to imagine kind of taking an art class, what have you, or doing cosplay, what it's probably going to go the way of Patreon, where you can't spread your legs or any kind of insertion or showing anything like that. Uh, hmm. Self-gratification, if you will. <laughs> and you, when it comes to kind of payouts between Twitch and OnlyFans, I know Twitch generally does a 50 percent split on subscriber dollars and it, it does change if you move up within twitch's partner program is it similar on only on OnlyFans? OnlyFans takes 20 percent and this is actually one of the reasons that i like the OnlyFans uh payment system obviously because i'm getting more but on top of that um you can choose to when you are paid out you can be paid out daily if you want you can be paid out weekly it's a manual thing you can also set up 
payment plans for like every two weeks or whatever. But it's nice to be able to, when you earn your money, you can get it the next day as opposed to only being paid once a month from Twitch. Mm. You know, I do recall at one point there was, um, you know, some kerfuffle online when uh, certain uh, adult actresses would transition to Twitch. And in a weird way, it seems that certain Twitch streamers are now transitioning into OnlyFans. And there's kind of a lot of... Um, crossplay between both platforms is there any animosity between those who you know maybe are known more for sexually explicit content or those who are known for more video game content jumping between both sites that's such an interesting question because i've been around twitch for about eight years now and i was an exotic dancer before that and i also happen to be friends with some of those content creators we won't name by name right now, but they started off in the adult entertainment industry and they were on Twitch. And I do remember how upset people used to get that, you know, these people worked in the adult entertainment industry and over on Twitch. And then we've kind of gone through over the past years where it's, you know, we're becoming more open about sexuality online and people are getting more accepting of it. I think there are still some people who want Twitch to just be a gaming site for gamers. But we need to accept that that's just not the way it is anymore. We have the IRL category on Twitch. We have content creators that are doing everything from adult entertainment to uh, going out and living in the woods and cooking and creative things going on. So it's, it's hard to really give you a clear answer on that. I think there will always be a little bit of animosity uh, from what I'm going to call either side. But that's just with sex work in general. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is something that Twitch has struggled with, too. I, I remember at a certain point in time, Twitch had banned all forms of cleavage uh, on the site. And now, you know, streamers in bikinis are allowed. So it does seem that uh, Twitch itself has been having this kind of redefinition of what is and what isn't allowed on the site. Um, and it seems that OnlyFans is kind of going through the same thing. Does What does this all say about the current streaming economy and how it's linked to traditional financial institutions? For what we can wear and how finances are earned? Is that the question, just so I'm understanding it? Well, you know, based on what's happening at OnlyFans, it seems that the reason that there was this shift was because of the credit card companies not and investors not wanting to deal with a company that's primarily focused in, you know, what would be considered pornography. Um, and I, I, I assume that, like, Twitch was having a similar issue with advertisers who didn't want to necessarily roll ads in front of uh, streamers that weren't making, I guess, more wholesome content. So, uh, it- <laughs> wholesome. I think I understand uh, what you mean with that question now. So um, when OnlyFans first kind of came out, there wasn't any sort of rule on Twitch whether or not we could have OnlyFans content. And for a little while, we were actually able to, on our profile pages directly, the same way you would see a donation link or you know, a link to a Patreon or whatever, you were allowed to put your... Uh, OnlyFans information right on there now. Now, Twitch nowadays requires what I like to call a buffer. You can't put a direct link to your OnlyFans, but what you'll see a lot of content creators uh, like Amaranth, who you mentioned before, or Azra, uh, or other fantastic creators like that, is they will have something that says socials, and you put in the little hashtag that says socials, and it brings up a link tree, which then you can find a content creator's OnlyFans or something like that. That writing on the wall started with Amazon and with Twitch. And because I've been in this industry for so long, once you start to see those sorts of things, you know that the company is going to be making changes and pivoting away from that. And it's going to restrict your financial abilities to 
expand in the adult industry in that way. So seeing that happen with Amazon, I knew it was only a matter of time before it's going to happen to every site. It's not just going to be OnlyFans. I know a lot of my friends out there, they're looking to go on and move on to the next thing, but it's going to be really hard unless you go to a site that is specifically made for adult content creation. Like you said, with uh, MasterCard and with Visa, them making their changes, we saw the same thing happen with Tumblr. Um, they're just going to be moving away from that because the credit card companies are doing this, which I wish I could swear on the show because I have a lot of words that I want to say to those credit card companies that are not very, very nice. <laughs> so, you know, you said that when you, you saw you saw the writing on the wall regarding um, OnlyFans, uh, or you saw the writing on the wall regarding Twitch and how it needed to have this buffer. Did that at all indicate to you that OnlyFans would be coming out with this new policy that would effectively make it very difficult for people who make certain types of content? Unfortunately, yes. And again, that's just something from being in this industry for so very long. Um, there is a habit of making your bank on the back of sex workers, telling them that you're going to be there for their them and everything. And then as soon as they get into a position where they can start going for, to a household name, then that's when we're just kind of cast to the wayside. Um, there's a, another streamer, Hassan, said it really, really well. Um, everybody loves sex work, but we love to demonize those people that are in it. And unfortunately, you can't go public. You can't get bigger investors because the word sex work is still seen uh, in a lot of places as a really a, a dirty thing, you know? Hmm. It shouldn't be. Well, I mean, just to, I guess, play devil's advocate, uh, why shouldn't it be? Sex work has been around pretty much since the dawn of humanity. It's not something that's going away. It's not something that's ever going to go away. Sex work, when it is something between two consenting adults, is really magical. It's something that opens up a lot of avenues that we might be too scared to try anywhere else. Now, I understand that sex work, unfortunately, also... Um, touches on some darker parts of humanity. We worry about sex trafficking and, you know, illegal situations where people are cornered into that industry. And I think that the media does a really good job of focusing on the negative parts of sex work instead of, which obviously still needs attention. We still need to draw attention to that and keep people safe. But when it comes to consenting people, um, I just wish there was more attention on that you know mm -hmm. well you know pivoting back to uh what's going on with OnlyFans. so if credit card companies are the ones and investors are the ones that are phone, uh, for forcing OnlyFans to drop uh sexually explicit content creators i mean what are the alternatives for OnlyFans? uh I, you know i know that site fansly has gives you people the ability to buy coins and then the coins can be redeemed for subscription content uh i mean what what is the chatter that you're hearing this is, of course, as to be expected, one of the number one things that most of my girlfriends are talking about right now is what's next for us. Um, I personally am looking at AVN. I live here in Las Vegas. They are an adult entertainment industry. They have award ceremonies. They completely embrace the adult entertainment industry. I'm dubious myself of going to other sites uh, until I've done a little bit more research because OnlyFans is going to be the first, I believe, I don't have any actual factual knowledge on this, but again, you know, being in the industry a long time, seeing the writings on the wall, we're going to see 
all of the websites moving this way. The reason that MasterCard and Visa allegedly have started putting these restrictions on is back to that negative part of, um, I don't want to say the industry because it's not really part of the industry, it's just a disgusting part of humanity, um, is these illegal activities that are happening, they want to stop that from happening, which in itself is a good idea, but the way that they're going about it is not something that I really agree with. I mean, are any of these types of illegal activities happening on OnlyFans that, uh, that you're aware of? From what I have been told, there are some content creators who have been using uh, pictures of themselves when they were minors. There's rumors of people doing all sorts of things, but those are rumors. I haven't seen anything firsthand, but just because I'm not seeing it doesn't mean that it's not happening. Hmm. Interesting. So, and then, I mean, when it comes to, I know Edward Snowden uh, talked about cryptocurrency being an alternative for OnlyFans to kind of circumvent the credit card companies. Uh, do you feel that crypto could be a solution to all of this? Absolutely. I am completely on board with crypto being a way to circumvent these sorts of things. I hope that all of my girlfriends already have crypto wallets ready and enabled to go. And I know that it's something that a lot of us have been doing on the side anyways. Mm -hmm. When you're working in the adult entertainment industry, it's very rare that you just have one area that you work in. I don't think I know a single content creator that is just on OnlyFans. We're usually on OnlyFans, on Fansly, on AVN, on Pocket Stars, on Sex Panther, you know, six, seven, eight different avenues. And we also have direct payment methods. Uh, and crypto is one of the really big ones. Hmm. I mean, if OnlyFans were to, you know, adopt Litecoin or any of the other coins, uh, it's it's still not something that people have necessarily grown up using cryptocurrency. So there's kind of, there's an, educa uh, an education uh, or learning that's required for people to like jump into that. And I assume that, you know, some of that education will be on kind of forced by the content creators to help teach, you know, its viewers that, hey, this is how we're going to take payment from now on. And it's a little complicated, but here's how we do it. I mean, do you feel that you're going to have to take on this educational role in explaining how cryptocurrencies work? I really don't see any time soon where cryptocurrencies are going to be folded into any kind of website on the mainstream for the same reason that we're not mm. seeing it in uh, even for safer work industries. I mean, I th didn't Tesla say that they were going to take Dogecoin for a payment and they never ended up doing it? It's because mm. the sways are still too big in one direction or the other. So I have found personally that most of the people that donate to me in crypto are people that are already well versed in it and people that... Uh, uh, how do I politely say this, are the whales in our industry, people that have the money to burn and have no problem throwing, you know, a couple of grand in crypto at somebody. I see, I see. And, you know, when it comes to crypto, I feel that because it does add an added layer of complexity, um, you know, so much of, I would say, Amazon success, for example, comes to its simplicity. You know, at this point, everybody has an account. You don't have to log into it every day. There's one click checkout. And, uh, you know, I, I assumed that it was decently similar on OnlyFans. You just type in your credit card info and you're good to go. Um, but by adding crypto, it's now you have to deal with more complex systems. And I, I assume that there would be a certain portion of the audience that would just kind of throw up its hand and say, well, you know, I'm not going to deal with this. It's really interesting that you say that because when I was first on Twitch, I remember a time before you could use PayPal as an option and donate to streamers before sub buttons were a thing. And every time that Twitch got something new, people kind of rallied against it. When Bits first came out, 
Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of content creators were very, very much against that. I see that every avenue that you add a payment method is one potential way to get a new customer because a lot of people are very set in the ways that they like to do. Some people like to use PayPal. Some people like to use Bits now. Some people prefer to gift subs. Um, in the same reason that you diversify between social media portfolios, you know, one person is going to prefer to find your content through Twitter. One person's going to prefer to find your content through Discord. So I would love to see crypto added as an option and people to slowly start trickling in that way. But I just don't see how companies like Amazon uh, or OnlyFans or whatever is out there next are going to justify it again because the personal swings of the coins themselves. Hmm. You know, Twitch and OnlyFans are not entirely dissimilar. Um, Both platforms allow content creators to stream themselves from home. Um, On your Twitter, there have been some naysayers poking fun, saying it's time for you and other OnlyFans streamers to get a real job. Um, (laughs) You know, why is there that condescending attitude towards maybe sex streamers versus Twitch streamers? I mean, apart from the nature of the content. I mean, we still get that kind of, I don't think you'll be able to find a uh, single female or female identifying streamer that doesn't or hasn't experienced some sort of harassment. You know, we we could be dressed in a nun's outfit and we are still just sluts that are gaming to some people and you can't change that opinion, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there are things that are similar between the two platforms and why people are more against sex work. is It just offends some people at their very nature. Some people find sex offensive unless they're having it, which is something that... I just can't relate to as a sex positive person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's I, I do remember conversations of, you know, people who are getting paid to play video games saying that, hey, you know, this doesn't actually require talent in the same way that an athlete would. Right. I, I think I remember Jimmy Kimmel having that rant a few years ago. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course, the, the Twitch audience said, hey, you know, these people aren't just playing video games, they're entertaining us. And, you know, some of these people in esports are actually very talented and to be in the top, you know, 0.1% takes a lot of work and dedication. Um, I mean, is there, do you normally see that type of analogous conversation happening towards sex workers? Not, not really, because a lot of people think that sex work is just turning on your camera. They don't Mm. understand the level. I mean, I'm talking to you right now and you understand the level of production that it takes even to turn it on a stream on Twitch. Like I use OBS Studio. I am obsessed with my audio equipment. I know about the importance of catchphrases and jingles and things like that and the hours that you have to put in and whatnot. And it's it's the exact same thing. For sex workers, if not harder, because at least when you are a Twitch streamer for the majority of the time, if you choose to, you can just sit down in your favorite T-shirt, turn on your camera and start talking to people like you're talking to a bunch of friends. Mm-hmm. Whereas sex work, it feels like you constantly got to be doing a new thing. You got to be cosplaying this person or you got to have a, a new performance idea for that. Or there is some new toy on the market or somebody wants to try this fetish that you've never heard of. But, you know everything deserves a chance, right? (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, I I find that Twitch is a lot more cozy, still hard work, still an insane amount of hard work, but sex work is without a doubt, online sex work is without a doubt the hardest thing I've ever done. Hmm. I mean, what resources could you point to our listeners that can kind of better explain or help them better empathize with the amount of work I guess necessary to become a prominent uh, streamer on like OnlyFans? Oh, resources? I mean, (laughs) has there a book been written? 
I'm sure there has been. <laughs> um, I I took all of my life skills from exotic dancing and being personable and moved that to Twitch. And then mm. from my Twitch skills from there took it into OnlyFans and kind of wrapped it all into one. And it's just something that like, I don't want to sound like a total braggart here, but it comes naturally <laughs> to me. You know, some people it does come naturally to the best resource, honestly, is other people in the industry. Hmm. sit down find a content creator that you like and see what they're doing i'm inspired by uh miss violence constantly uh miss henley uh, savannah solo reza like there are girls in the industry and we create a support group for each other and we help each other get started i know a lot of content creators that i have helped personally who had no idea what they're doing i created a free guide on uh only fans to help people know what to do and it's no different than creating content for YouTube. You have your daily content, which you put out every day. It doesn't have to be super special. You have mm. your weekly content, something a little bit bigger, your once a month content, which comes out with a little bit of a bang, and then your once a year content, which I always suggest being your birthday because everybody wants to be awesome to somebody on their birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the New York Times had a report, uh, I, I believe last year, in which it kind of delved a bit deeper into the... Uh, to some OnlyFans streamers. And while there have definitely been a lot of success stories of people making, you know, boatloads of money on OnlyFans, uh, there's still a large subset of uh, creators out there that are barely scraping by, if at all. Uh, and I mean, do you feel that that's some kind of indictment on OnlyFans as a platform and its inability to, I guess, have more success across a wider variety of streamers? Or I mean, what are your thoughts on that, maybe that piece altogether? OnlyFans doesn't do anything to promote its sex workers. If you look on Instagram, <laughs> if you look on Facebook, if you look on anything, and don't get me wrong, I wish all of these people all the success in the world, um, the cooks, the TV shows, the artists and stuff like that. But there's not a single time that I can recall where they have ever promoted either a large OnlyFans creator or a small one. I do believe that hard work and dedication is a measure of our own success. But, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. We should all do something from the large content creators to the smaller content creators to help us get ahead. But the only ones who are doing that are the content creators. We don't get anything from OnlyFans in that regard. I, I could go off on a tangent about all the things that we as content creators have been waiting for on OnlyFans. Like their streaming service, and since I'm not going to be working with them anymore, I guess I have no problem saying this. Their streaming service has been garbage since the day that it first came out. Mm -hmm. Getting anything above a 720p resolution is pretty much impossible. And I'm a verified content creator over there. I've talked with top 1%. Um, having the stream even stay steady, there are some days that it doesn't work. And that's where the majority of my income, and I know some of the top income creators on OnlyFans comes from. And we've tried having open discussions, we've tried asking questions, but we just get shut down by nothing more than the um, customer service. But when Bella Thorne, who comes in charging $200, telling people that she's going to do full nudity, and then ends up getting a chargeback from everybody, she can have a personal sit down with OnlyFans because she's some sort of star? Like, that mm -hmm. is absolute doggy doo-doo. Sorry, I'm still <laughs> very mad about that. <laughs> uh, occasional cursing is okay. <laughs> you know, what was interesting is that OnlyFans this past weekend tweeted that sex work is work for the first time after years of building its platform on sex work. I mean, why has it taken uh, so long for OnlyFans to acknowledge this? 
fuck if I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was trying so hard not to swear. Um, but that is probably the biggest tilting aspect for myself and every content creator that I know. Why haven't you acknowledged us till now? Why are you only acknowledging us as you're literally closing the door on our asses? What has taken you so long to say thank you? And it's just because they don't want to lose face. They don't give a damn about us. But that's that's not at all surprising. Mm-hmm. So, and then I guess lastly, with this entire situation, what is frustrating you? What is frustrating your peers, you know, with this? Just for, for the fact that they're doing it, it's heartbreaking for so many people. This happened during the worst time of our lives. Everything in the past couple of years has been extremely hard. A lot of people turn to OnlyFans for their way of life. Um, and, you know, the pandemic is still going on. Terrible things in the world is still going on. This was one of the only ways that we had to pay bills. And I feel especially bad for my content creator friends that have not been in the industry and have not been through something like this. And I feel even worse for the content creators who were on platforms like Mixer who are going through a second Armageddon having to start everything all over again. It's terrifying for some people. I mean, do you feel that um, some people will be in really difficult situations where they might, you know, have to move out of their apartments or any, anything else worse? It's, it's really hard to say because I don't know the success on each individual levels. Sure. I want to, there's a couple of memes that I've been seeing going around. And you said this earlier, talking about, oh, go get a real job, etc. Um, I believe that people will be able to pivot. Sites... Porn sites have been around since before OnlyFans. They'll be around after OnlyFans. I think there will be a difficult transition time. And mm -hmm. my heart weeps for those people who might not be able to pay bills, might not be able to put food on their table, provide their families. You know, everybody wants to go and wear a support single mom's uh, T-shirt on a stripper pole. But for some reason, OnlyFans is a, a very taboo thing. I don't, uh, I don't get that. I hope that... I hope that everybody makes a smooth transition. I am fortunate enough that I have been in the digital industry long enough that I have Twitch to fall back on. I have a really great community. I have really good friends. I don't know what it's going to be like for, you know, the mom who lost her job and that was her only way to support her family. I don't know what it's going to be like for those people and my heart breaks for them. Hmm. Well, with that, Tia, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, happy to be here. And that was FTW with Ahmad Khan, part of the .esports podcast network. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and share. For full transcripts of the show, head on over to ftwamod.com. To follow Tia, you can find her at roleplayers underscore TV on Twitter. To follow me and my work over at Tom's Guide, you can find me at Imad on Twitter. This episode was produced by Henrika Demore and Jacob Wolf. Executive producer is Kevin Morris. With that, we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>